These words by Ian Bishop echoed throughout 2016. What a finish to that World T20 final. England, as usual, on the wrong end of an excellent comeback by the underdogs. West Indies fighting back in those final overs of the game with Samuels and Brathwaite. Every keen cricket fan has watched and re-watched replays of that final over as West Indies came back to snatch victory, chasing down 155 with 19 from that final over. No doubt, guys, that this game takes the mantle of T20 of the year. Thanks, Nimjoti. Oh, sorry, I mean, Kobe. Look, no doubt, definitely one of the best T20s of the year. How about we chat today about other key highlights in the sport from 2016? Let's start with Test of the Year. Um, for Test of the Year, we can start off with a recently concluded game where Pakistan came oh so close to chasing down a historical target. I think definitely one of the best Tests of the Year. After shutting out Pakistan for 142 in the first innings, Australia declared with a comfortable 489 run lead. With Pakistan's batting order crumbling in the first innings, only four batsmen hit double digits, and only Sarfraz Ahmed put up more than 25 runs, they were set for a humiliating defeat. But the second innings for Pakistan brought a very Pakistani performance by the team. Keep in mind that the highest successful test run chase was West Indies against Australia in 2003. So if Pakistan were going to win this game, they're going to have to head into an uncharted territory and chase 489 runs. Pakistan provided an entertaining chase over three days, and despite putting up 450 runs in their second innings, took a loss by 39 runs. Had Pakistan played a more consistent test match, they may have secured the win, but it wouldn't be Pakistan playing Pakistani cricket. Both Azhar Ali and Yunus Khan provided early anchors for the team, with Asad Shafiq chasing all the way to the end with a score of 137. With its ebbs and flows and the heroic efforts by both sides, this was definitely a classic for the ages, and wins our vote for test match of the year. Thanks, Jibi. And yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a great effort from Pakistan and especially from Asad Shafiq. But, you know, if we're going to talk about best batting performance of the year, we don't necessarily have to restrict ourselves to just international male cricket. Our candidate for the best batting effort of the year, in our opinion, goes to Shania Lee Swart for hitting 160 out of her uh, 169 for under 19s team. With all the other teammates contributing to, and a total of, get this, zero runs. Wow. Winning her team, their under-19 T20 game. And now for those of you wondering, the other nine runs came from extras. You will never see that kind of scorecard again. Trust me, just go Google it. Obviously, no other international innings impressed us more than this young woman's impressive efforts. For sure, very impressive, Raj. But let's spare a thought for those bowlers. They also had their share of time in the spotlight. This year's Bowling Performance of the Year, I think, goes to Stuart Broad. He has made a bit of a habit of bowling those match-winning spells in recent times. Think back to 2011 in Trent Bridge, that 5 for 5 against India, or that 6 for 22 against Australia at Chesterley Street in 2013, and that recent 2015 match against Australia where he had that 8 for 15. This year, Broad again pulled off a spectacular 5 for 14 against South Africa. At a point during his spell, his stats line read, get this, 5 wickets for 1 run. His bowling performance included the scalps of South Africa's top six. He has taken five or more wickets now in a remarkable seven times in his career. Delivering a series victory for England and South Africa in such emphatic fashion underlined Broad's performance as the best bowling effort of 2016. Wow, and you know, Kobe, in addition to some amazing bowling performances, I've always enjoyed watching exceptional fielding efforts as well. 
Australia, South Africa, and New Zealand have made a habit of reeling off highlights in the field, so no surprise here that a South African then features in our best fielding effort of the year. So in a series, just to give you some context, South Africa was without their best batsman and captain, A.B. de Villiers, and with their best bowler, Dale Steyn, having to leave that first innings of the first game with a shoulder injury. They had done well then to actually restrict Australia to a low first innings total and then put up 540 in the second innings on the back of hundreds from Dean Elgar and J.P. Dumini. Now chasing 539 and off to a flyer, David Warner's wicket was key. He was looking in good touch and he at some point dropped that ball towards point or cover and took off for a quick single. Temba Bavuma swooped in from his position at point, picked up the ball and threw down the stumps in one fluid motion. He was fully airborne and horizontally parallel to the ground when the ball left his hand. I'm still probably not describing it as as well. You could YouTube it, Google it, find it in which way you can. That throw found the base of middle stump and it ended just fractionally before David Warner could drag his bat past the crease. An exceptional run out to spur South Africa on in that second innings crucial victory against Australia. Hmm. Talking about fielding, Brendan McCollum was an exceptional fielder. No one's going to argue that. However, Baz's blazing farewell was something to behold. Brendan bludgeoned his way to the fastest test century in 54 balls in his final test for New Zealand. McCollum was known for his positive intent throughout his career and he ended it in typical fashion with a swashbuckling effort on a lively Christchurch pitch. He came in with New Zealand at 32 for 3 against an Australian attack on song and launched an immediate counter-attack to get his century in a mere 54 balls, beating Viv Richards and Ms. Balhawk's 56-ball effort in 1986 and 2014, respectively. He finally departed for 145 off of 79 balls, having also broken the world record for most sixes in test match. He ended his career with 107 sixes in, in test matches. It seemed inevitable that he would end with this sort of an innings in his final test, and that w it was his last international game made it all the more sweeter. Yep, goodbye, Brendan. But, you know, if, if we were to give one individual an award for Cricketer of the Year 2016, I think the next one is a no-brainer. And I'm going to fanboy here for a second, guys, so bear with me. All right, I think the guy's got swag, he's got style, he's skillful. No one else scored more international runs than him in 2016. He had over 3,500 runs in 57 innings at an aggregate average of 85. In all formats, he put up a total of 11 centuries and 20 fifties. This goes to none other than Virat Kohli. All this while developing as an aggressive captain for India, the man likes to make a statement, and he sure did this year. Although, you know, he'll continue to learn the intricacies of captaincy, the true challenge will come when India goes overseas in 2017. If he truly is to be one of the greats to play the game, and that isn't inconceivable at this point, you know, I, I think in a, in, in, in a few decades, we might look back at Brad Kohli as one of the greatest cricketers of, of at least Team India, uh, if not of, of all time. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go ahead and say this, that he might be one day one of the greatest of all time. Anyway, but if he is to do that, he's got a massive hurdle. And that is that he needs to play and dominate. And we all need to measure how he plays outside of India. That's, that's the biggest hurdle right there for him. Regardless, I mean, if we just look at 2016, I think his accomplishments this year were, were superhuman. And we can't think of anyone else to, to win Cricketer of the Year. Couldn't agree with you anymore, Raj. It's been a great 2016, but there's so much more to look forward to in 2017. The Champions Trophy. India's international tours to see how Kohli does in another season of what we hope is a corruption-free IPL. <laughs> we will bring you all that and more only on Short Silly Point. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. This was Kopi with Raj, Patel, and Jibby.